What are you doing? I'm getting ready for Voices of Dentistry. What does that mean? It means that I am leaving today. I'm, I'm going to Sacramento Airport, flying to Scottsdale, and hanging out with some of my favorite people in the dental industry. Like me? Uh, no, you're actually going to Vegas. What the heck? You're going to be going to Vegas without me this year. This is So Brian has a conference every year that he goes to in Vegas. It's like the one big event. And the reps, guys, you, you guys know about the Sunshine Act? Well, these reps don't. And they, they like wine and dine their, their doctors. That's not true. They, they, you, you can type my name in the Sunshine Act. It's all listed there. Oh, is it? Yeah. But, you know, it is, it is what it is part for uh, our industry. Um, that's how it works. But anyways, you're going to Vegas today. I'm going to Scottsdale. Oh, sorry. I'm going to Vegas today. You're going to Scottsdale. Yep. Um, we wanted to kind of check in because, oh, in case you don't know, I'm Brian. And I'm Ashley. And um, this is our podcast that we stole from Michael. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> and we uh, got into a lot of stuff over Christmas break, and then we both got back to work, and it's kind of been, uh, you know, work. So what's been going on in, in your practice for the past few weeks? Uh, um, kind of a lot. I hired three people. 17,000 people? 17,000 people. I hired three people, Christina, Mia, Julie. Yeah, I hired three people. In two weeks? In, in a matter of two weeks, yes. That's a lot. Uh, yeah, we're, we're growing. And I realized that in order to get all the things done that I want to get done, I mean, I have to delegate, which, which is huge for me, guys. That's, it took... It took almost two years for me to delegate Smiling Company, um, the social media for Smiling Company. And um, it feels really good to not have to think about that anymore. Yeah, which also means that people actually get to see posts from Smiling Company more than once a month. (laughs) I don't even think I was doing it that frequently. No, no, you were terrible. Uh, Yeah, Yeah, it's true, (laughs) true story. But uh, one of the things that we had last, uh, we went over a lot of stuff um, in our brief little mini-series of the Ash and Brian show, Um, but I think we were kind of just heading into the new year, and kind of right after the new year, you had a a really uh, interesting team get-together. Can you tell us about it? I would love to tell you about it. So... The Friday, so my office was closed for two weeks over the holidays, and then our first official day seeing patients was on Monday, January 6th, but that Friday and Saturday, we met as a team to go over goal setting and um, just all of the logistics for this upcoming year, and um, that is also something new that I wanted to incorporate. We... I'm trying very hard this year to be intentional and not just fly by the seat of my pants. So on Friday, we met at the office and we called it the calibration meeting. And Judy spent, um, spent a good amount of time creating our agenda, going over um, pass-offs, and um, we did some role-playing. Just, yeah, it, it was nice. Office tours, like... The, the people who I just hired, uh, well, one of them was 
was there. One doesn't officially start until May. Oh, I hired four people. Sorry. <laughs> I hired four people. Um, I forgot. I hired a part-time endodontist. Sorry. My train of thought is like, okay. Um, so it was a calibration meeting. So we, we met in the office. We talked about Invisalign, um, how to have conversations about that, finances, smile designs, what, what's the process that we're currently doing. Um, I went over office tours and we talked about the transfer of trust, AKA the pass off and how important that is. We talked about collecting payments, confirming appointments and a lot in a short amount of time. So basically the entire Smile & Co experience. Basically, yeah. That's kind of cool. And so, okay, so that was Friday, and you guys kind of go over and make sure everyone's doing um, everything the Smile & Co way, um, practice it, uh, beat it into their heads. That's, that's probably my terminology. That's not, yeah, that's not yours. Yeah, I was like, that's very violent. Well, that's, that's how my brain works. Sorry. And then Saturday. Um, I know a little bit about Saturday because I was uh, at our house. And I was uh, chasing the baby around while there's a lot of people here, and he just wanted to be a part of the meeting. Um, tell us about Saturday. So Saturday, I, I wanted it to be more casual, and I invited my entire team over my house. I actually cooked you guys. I made a baked French toast and a sausage and potato egg casserole, and it was actually really good. I got it from... Joanna Gaines. I'm going to tag you, Joanna. Maybe you'll re-tag me back. <laughs> I think she cares about dental startup podcasts. I mean, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> the most impressive thing about the breakfast was that you cooked enough, uh, quite literally, for an army. Yes. Um, there was nine people here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there was, you know, those... I could have fed the block. <laughs> those gigantic trays, that, catering trays that people bring for festivals. Mm-hmm. It was a lot of food. Um, but, you know, you guys all had this very um, amazing vibe where everybody was just so present and so bought in. Uh, I think it was pretty, it was pretty cool to witness. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I, I think, it, was that your first time at one of our meetings? Yes. Yes, normally I'm working. So our meetings, so we have Monday, Monday morning growth meetings, we call them, and it is a check-in of everyone's highs and lows for the past week, and um, I t- I've talked to Brian about our meetings before and how it's just, it's just a special time for the team to get together and decompress, go over things that we want to accomplish for the week, but most importantly just get to know each other. And um, I, I told him before that at these meetings, it is not uncommon for tears to be shed. And um, Brian, what, what are your thoughts? What, was I lying about that? Tears were shed. Tears were shed? There, there were definitely some tears. Um, yeah, I, as somebody who does not run uh, their practice um, or their business with the same touchy feeliness yeah touchy feeliness <laughs> emotion um kind of level of deep connection that you do it was a a very uh different 
experience than than I'm used to. Um, but it was it was very it was very special to to witness. So Brian, so what Brian is referring to is, again, we started off on the couch. Everyone take took off their shoes. Why? Because I'm Asian. <laughs> and, take off your shoes when you walk in my house. Yeah, please take off your shoes when you walk in my house. And um, Wait, is that? Side a, note, do you know who sang no, that in the song? Is that you were like so hot? Thanks. <laughs> I've been I, I've been doing IF. I can't, I'm like, <laughs> dude. Like, okay, so Brian is holding the phone, um, so that you can hear us both, and he's standing like a foot and a half away from me. He just got off the Peloton, and I can feel his heat. Oh, you radiate. mean you mean temperature hot? Temperature hot. Shit. Yeah. Sixteen years ago, that statement would have been very different. Yeah, it's it's true. It's true. <laughs> Um, no, but you are looking really good, honey. Good job. Good job. Yeah, that's, it sounds like pity. Um, okay, any, um, so anyways, that song, that, sh- that was a line uh, from Too Short, actually, um, okay. in, uh, from a mid-90s um, hip-hop track. So anyways, Squirrel. That, that's what people call me. Too Short? Too Short, yeah. <laughs> I okay. actually think it was from that song. Oh. Um, anyways, so... Anyways, we digress. So... Everyone was on the couch. I have a lot of pillows. Everyone just got, like, they put their feet up, and we got comfortable before we, ha- we had breakfast. So I mistimed everything finishing by the time they got, uh, I mean, in the oven. I had my casserole, my French toast in the oven. So I mistimed breakfast. So instead, we just sat on the couch, and we started the meeting. And we started off, again, like how we start every meeting, with highs and lows. And we talked about our highs from the past week, but also, more importantly, the past year. And when every person went around, we talked. I mean, it, it did. It, it got pretty emotional. And I, I mean, obviously, I won't talk about what people said, but it was a good vibe. It, was, um, it is a true testament to the team I have in place now. Yeah, and I mean, I think one of the things um, that I really wanted to kind of get into about your uh, team and your team meeting is really just the, um, the the way that they set goals for the practice. I thought that was pretty uh, impressive to to awake? watch. I think is that someone awake? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go check on one of the boys, but oh. yeah, I mean, I think I think it was impressive to to watch what how they set goals for the the practice um, because it's not just your goals being set; it was theirs. Um, tell us a little bit about that. So when we um, when we started the meeting, um, the first thing on the agenda was I had everybody write on a post-it note what they wanted to be intentional about this year. And it could be anything. It could be personal. It could be professional. Um, I didn't, I want, I wanted everyone to, to feel like this was not just about Smiling Co., not just about me and my goals for the office, but I wanted them to feel empowered to be the best version of themselves this year. And so I passed around sticky notes we took 10 minutes thinking about what we were going to chase this year and 
And then we shared it. We went around the room and shared it. We sat at my dining table and um, I, it, I, it, was, it was awesome. Like everybody talked about what they wanted to accomplish this year. And then we, I put it on a, a paper and we all signed it. And now Judy, of course, she made that even more beautiful, that, that paper, so it's not just a bunch of sticky notes. She actually bought nice stationary paper and she typed it all out. We had everyone sign it again and that is hanging in our break room. And every meeting from here on out, every Monday meeting, we are going to check in with each other and hold, hold ourselves accountable for all those things that we declared for this year. Yeah. And so, you know, watching the, the personal goal setting um, kind of only transitioned, I think, into kind of letting them take the lead for Smile & Co.'s growth setting, um, which from as, as a person who is a massively growth oriented pushing the ball forward at all times, um, you know, trying to figure out how to consistently grow a company perspective. I sit in a room with my leadership team and I feel like there are, um, you know, challenges and hurdles and people that are afraid of, of, of some of the crazy things that come up in my head. And then I sat at your guys' table and, um, and it was, yeah, it was it was pretty amazing to watch the transition from those personal goals into the Smile and Co goals. Um, yeah, you want to take it from there? Well, I I just want to ask you, how much of that goal setting was I actually talking? None. None. Which was the most um, the most impressive thing about it? But sorry, go so actually get into a little bit about what they kind of presented as Smile & Co.'s goals. So uh, last year, I don't know if you guys listened to a couple episodes back where I talked about um, setting this big, hairy, audacious goal. And, um, and then I had my team, so I had a new team. I had a crazy amount of turnover. So if you, if you don't believe that you can accomplish crazy things, even with a new team, I am here to tell you that that is wrong. That is a fallacy. It doesn't matter how new your team is. It matters how powerful your team is. And my team right now is on fire. So I had them set the goal, set the intention for the office this year. They came up with an even more astronomical number. They came up with a number that I don't even think, like my number in my head, like they never, I never even talked about the goals for the office. The number I had in my head for what I wanted to see the office do this year was lower than the number that my team believes they can hit this year, which is nuts. Yeah, and it wasn't like, it wasn't like soft either. Right? Like, <laughs> no. like when that when that number was presented, the entire team rallied around that number. Yep. Um, and so, for perspective, I don't know if you already said this, but the number was so 
year one to year two, Smile & Co. doubled the revenue. They want to go up by the same number in year three. <laughs> so not doubling again, but by the same, that, the same actual number. So in, a continued increase year over year of the same amount of revenue, um, which is a pretty astronomical goal to be set by not you. To be set by not me. Um, how did you get to a place where your team is setting your practices goals at that high a level? I think, um, I think the, the, gosh, that's such a big question. How? I'm pretty good at interviewing. I don't know if you knew this. Michael, I'm taking your job. Yeah, he really is. Um, I I feel like that. I have to really think about that. Like, what do you think? I I think what I've seen is trust and confidence. Where you have people that individually, especially when they first started with you, I don't think even understood how to sit at the table that you had two weeks ago. Like they're, they were, you know, they're great people. They work hard. You know, they've, some of them have been in dentistry, some have been in other places. Um, but as they've assimilated to the culture that you have fostered, um, they have, you know, so much confidence in their ability to do things because you allow them to. And, um, and confidence in your ability to do things because you've shown them that when you say you're going to do something, you're going to follow through with it. I don't know. I think it's remarkable. If I had the perfect answer, I would replicate that in my office. Because <laughs> <laughs> I would love to figure out how to grow revenues year over year the way that you have. I don't know that it's possible. I shouldn't say that. I'm sure it's possible at my scale, but I, I sure as hell can't do it. Haven't done it. Would like to figure out how to do it. Yeah. <laughs> I ha- and um, this year, so we talk about um, we talk about bonus systems and and like what is going to motivate what is going to motivate teams. And I feel like no matter what kind of monetary monetary bonus you have in place if your team isn't isn't feeling inspired by you or the the culture and if they don't feel appreciated if there isn't a lot of gratitude in the office if the morale is low i think i think those are the biggest things that is going to create a winning team I really do like I I don't think it's it's the money I think it really is the fact that this team that I have now really is is just they are so compassionate towards each other they're so compassionate towards our patients they are all so in it for um the team everyone is just oh gosh I I it's they're just amazing women. 
I have an amazing team of women in my office right now. And I will tell you what, like there was a day that happened. It was just a couple days ago, was it? Yeah, maybe last week. I forget. But I am a very slow dentist, guys. Like I, I like to take my time with anesthetic. I take my time with everything. I want to talk to patients all day long. I am not the type of, of doctor who can balance three, four, three chairs plus hygiene checks plus new patient exams. That is not my cup of tea at all. I would rather see no-shows. I know it's so bad. I would rather see no-shows happen than that kind of schedule. So at least with no-shows, I can get other stuff accomplished. Um, there was a day where I was running so behind schedule. My... My amazing team up front, they think that I can walk on water apparently and I can fly from one room to the other, which is so not me. And we actually, we were running so far behind that the last two patients of the day, (laughs) we had to call them and reschedule them because the last thing I wanted was for them to come in and wait an hour and a half to see me. I, I don't think that's a very five-star experience so I was frustrated and it doesn't happen very often like normally I am happy-go-lucky very laid-back joking around but when I get frustrated I clamp down I don't talk I don't talk to patients I don't talk to assistants I I get very much in my head about how like frustrated the day was and I could sense my vibe But everyone else, so everyone else could sense my vibe. They all, however, were all so cheerful and calm, even though I know when I look at them, they were running a mile a minute. Like their their heads were running a mile a minute. And um, they all were like, okay, doctor, what can I do? What can I do? Can, let's, let's see this patient. Let's call this patient. Let's move this patient. It was, that is, that is the environment that I have right now. Like nobody, nobody was spicy. Nobody gave attitude. Nobody talked about, are you going ha- to clean that room for me? Or are you going to set this up? Like they all spoke to each other with so much respect. And everyone was so stressed out that I know but from the outside, no, but like none of our patients would ever be able to tell that that's what's actually happening behind the scenes. That's awesome. That's a that's a that's a good way of uh, translating your entire team building experience into practical, um, you know, game day status. Game day is probably. The- Bad corollary. I'm, I'm, I don't watch sports, so. Well, Super Bowl's coming. Super so. Bowl's coming. <laughs> and we're hosting. Uh, so that's a, that was, that's a nice wrap-up of kind of how you've evolved your team and your team-building experience this year. Um, I don't know. Anything else that you want to leave with uh, as you're heading to, to VOD? Um, basically the reason why I wanted to put this microphone in front of her face is because I know she's going to go to Voices of Dentistry and she's been wanting to talk about um, this aspect for a little while and after Voices of Dentistry she's going to have so many other things that get put in front of her and we all know that 
Ashley's squirrel mentality would make her not ever come back to talking about this team building experience? Well, I, I feel like, I mean, we, we talked about the general concepts of, of our goal setting, but I think we should do another one that will actually go deep into the tactical. Um, I, I won't tell you the numbers that, that we have um, set out to achieve, but... We can throw fake, we can make fake numbers. Numbers. <laughs> I want to hit five dollars this year. Five dollars. We did two dollars and fifty cents last year. Yeah. We can hit five dollars this year. See, that's yeah. that's uh, people can extrapolate from that what they will. <laughs> you did a dollar twenty-five the first year. <laughs> you did two fifty your second year, and this year your goal is five dollars. Yeah. Okay, that's. No, but we are reading, we're reading this book called Traction. Uh, let, let's just give you some hard, hard facts. I'm reading, so Judy and I read Traction by Gina Wickman over the holidays while we were closed. And um, the beginning of the meeting, I did a survey because there's, sur- there's a PDF that comes with the book. And it basically is rate your, rate this part of your business from a scale of zero to five with zero being you never do it and five being you strongly agree like you do it consistently and it was a series of I think it's like two or three pages long and um, before we we started the meeting we did a self-assessment of of the practice and um, you guys should really read the book like it's very tactical and then so my entire team got involved we we scored pretty high on it I mean there's always room for improvement there but it it highlights the aspects of your business that that you need to draw attention to like we are we're still very much needing to get things written down and organized Um, and and then what else did we do I don't know. Now I, I told Brian, guys, so I'm getting ready to, for, to leave. I told Brian that I'm not a very good communicator when I am. I'm not a multitasker. And Brian said, you can't form cohesive sentences when you are thinking. So thanks, Brian, for that. I appreciate that. <laughs> and that's all. <laughs> so, so if I am even more squirrely this morning, it's because of Brian. I, yeah. He, no, he let's, let's he change better. that sentence. No. The reason people get to hear your voice today is because of Brian. Oh, okay, that's what it is. It's all about Brian. Well, it's not all about me, but oh, I did Do you remember that stick... one show that got canceled? Because it's never all about Brian. No, that show wasn't. It's called It's All About Brian. It's called What About Brian. Okay, guys. So I promise next episode we're going to actually go deep into the goal setting and some tactical things that I think you should be able to bring back to your team. And I'll go over some of the, the statements from the PDF, from the book, um, just as an example of, of what we discussed. Like I know we talked about fluffy ideas, but um, I want it to be more specific and concrete for you to actually, um, actually use in your offices. And one of our sons is escaping out of his room. So uh, wrapping up, 
it's thank you for listening to another episode of the Brian and Ashley show. Um, stay tuned. We will be recording more stuff and um, yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. And listen to uh, traction between now and our next episode to get a, a, a much more out of the next episode. Sound good? Sound good. All right. All right. Sign us up. Thanks guys. Uh, leave us a review. Talk to you soon. Bye. <laughs>